One day, an entire world woke up in a civilization destroyed, with no memory of what brought them to their demise. For 2,000 years, the people rebuilt, from the first communities banding together to fight the monsters in the dark, to bustling technomantic metropolises. Against this backdrop, the ordinary folk played out their extraordinary lives. These are their stories. This is the Chronicles of Styropos. everybody welcome to um Crikey, we're now episode eight sorry that this episode is a week late we had no internet for the last week which i can tell you is not fun really realized how dependent we all are on internet when you don't have it for a week but we're back and yeah i won't keep you very long because this is a long episode so enjoy and let me hit that recap button Scouting around the forest is the place to start. Small orc. Bad leg. Where? Where go? Small orc. Bad leg. Blood. Forest. New spot. A shoe print in the dirt and it looks pretty fresh. So do you really think that standing up to us is a good idea? Or maybe you should just sit down and we just want to have a nice, calm conversation with you. You, you you killed my brother, you, you killed my cousin, you would have killed me! Your brother challenged me to a duel, and I was going to go and fight him. Alright, listen. This duel is silly. We should, you should not do it. You should go back home. I have done nothing apart from love somebody. That is literally all I have done in this. So don't hate me, and don't throw your life away for hatred. That's silly. Now you're free to go, but don't go and fight in his ear. As soon as you say that, you don't even finish your sentence before he has turned around and he has run off. Staking out the orc compound to see whether uh, Dal leaves. No one is trying to sneak out. Could I try to go to the orc compound disguised as Drud and try to, like, say I have a message for Dal? Can I speak to Dal, please? What's what's the problem? You're Drud. Oh, no, I'm Drud. Oh, you're Dal. So, you bitches, you know. Uh, let's let's jump on with this motherfucker. <laughs> let's maybe not start with, yo, yo, bitches. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm exactly going to open with this. Yo, bitches, you motherfuckers. We always do a shout out to our favourite listeners. <laughs> Special Uh-oh. thanks to my mum and Steph, the only <laughs> two listeners currently listening. <laughs> I feel like we need to claim a claim a famous listener, and we just shout them out every time. Yeah, there's a Will Wheaton's listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? Why not? He's not going to correct us. We just spam tweet Felicia Day with it. Henry Cavill, I bet you, I bet you, Henry Cavill would listen to our podcast. And if if we say that, and they then correct us, then we can be like, well, you've listened now because you knew that we said that. Exactly. Hi, Henry Cavill. How you doing? Thanks for listening. <laughs> and that's the intro to this episode. <laughs> Yeah, um, I just really like to do a special shout out to um, to. I don't know anyone that I like. I know that's pretty trying to think of a celebrity and cannot. A single celebrity. Uh, this is all staying in. Every every second of this is staying in. But no, seriously, big special shout out to my mum and Steph for listening, and Henry Cavill. 
and Henry Cavill. Three listeners. Our three listeners. Here's where we're at. You guys are having a long rest. Uh, you have made your way back to your campsite, safe in the knowledge that Darl did not go to the duel with uh, your brother. You plan to leave in the morning to try and track down Bavi's convoy back. I have said different like cardinal directions each time. These, these orcs are the eastern tribe. At one point they were going north, and at one point they were going south. No, I don't think you said southern. You're going to use north and east. You know that Barfi tomorrow is heading away in the caravan to the northeastern tribes to marry her new husband. And Arnulf, you have an outlander background. So you know the local area pretty well. And you know it is about a seven-day ride or a seven-day walk to the northeastern tribes. Okay. And you know that you're going to be passing through several towns and villages on the way. Okay. Can you roll me a survival check to see what else you know about this route? I will when I go grab my dice to the next door. Sorry. (laughs) 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 So are are we squaring the awkward circle and just saying it's the northeastern tribes? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't an error. There's no error. The road goes east, then north, then east again. (laughs) <laughs> sorry, sorry, Steph, Hannah's mum and Henry Cavill for the delay. <laughs> is it time to admit I'm going to have to Google who Henry Cavill is? He's the guy who plays the Witcher. He's Geralt. And Superman. Yeah, but we don't talk about Superman. Sorry, Henry Cavill. I'm sure you're a cool dude, but are you as cool as my mum and Steph? Uh, what am I rolling? Sorry. Survival. Survival. That's plus three. It's 13, but plus three. But I also get advantage on survival checks to track my favourite enemies? Um, I will say this counts because it is where the orcs, you know, are, you're not necessarily tracking them, but you're working it out based on your knowledge of orcs. Okay, so that was a 16 on my first roll and my second roll. We shall not talk about my second roll. Um, 16. 16 in total? Yes. You can kind of track the obvious path the caravan will take. You were told there were going to be 30 orcs travelling in this convoy. So you presume they're going to have to stick to mostly the main roads. The back roads are going to be quite difficult for such a large party to traverse. As you kind of track the path they'll take, you know that the first couple of days, they will be travelling mostly over sort of scrubland with short bushes and small plants, more like a, a moor than anything else. And if you were thinking about trying to hide from them, you're going to be having quite a challenge on those couple of days because it's big open roads. After the second day, it starts to become more densely forested and you'll be moving into an area called the Great Forest, which has at points towering trees of hundreds and hundreds of feet tall. We're thinking like giant redwoods. Is there a city in the trees? There is now. I couldn't possibly tell you that. I like to imagine that Arnolf is, has got a stick and is like in the dirt and it's like, right, this is us and there's the river and this is the path they're going to take and this is mostly scrubland and there's the giant forest. And it's like uh, really, he's he's like, doing that just without the talking and he's kind of just going like tap, tap and then forest, tap, tap, river. Like, I, yeah, that makes he sense. Talk. He doesn't talk much. Yeah, so you know you've got a, you know you would have two nights on the road before you hit the forest kind of area and you might find it easier to hide there 
you know that you'd have to spend the first night sleeping kind of on the path. Uh, but as you hit the second night, there would be like a small town with a tavern in that you might be able to stay at. And then after that, you might be able to move into the forest. So that is what you know about that area in the first few days of travel. Well, I vote that we should not sleep and keep going so we get way ahead of them. Don't stop at the tavern because they're going to go to the same tavern. And we're quite a noticeable party because we're blue and small and ginger and elfy. So we keep going. We go to the woods and then we stop in the woods and wait. Oh, sorry, did you say not sleep? Yeah. But, but hang on, are you talking about walking for two days straight without sleeping? Yeah. Come on, princess, we're in the real world now. <laughs> My poor feet. You'll get some blisters on you. You'll make a adult out of you. Omi, tell Arnie he's being unreasonable. We can't walk for two days straight through the night. What if we get attacked by wolves? I have the wolf. Yeah, we have a wolf on our own. Okay, but but bears then? What if we get attacked by bears? I have a wolf. Arnie, there are a lot of bears on the road? Nah. Cool, check it out. A couple of coyotes, but... Oh, coyotes are tiny. But I'll be tired. I'll be exhausted. I may even get points of exhaustion. <laughs> and that means I have disadvantage on ability checks. What am I saying? I'm going delirious already. But think of how good that sleep will be when you finally get to it. What, in a forest? Yeah, it'd be great. The great outdoors, it's amazing. You have a choice. You stay in the tavern and die, or you keep walking and get to the forest and live. That seems a bit extreme. You might live in the tavern. It's not like guaranteed death. <laughs> tavern equals death. <laughs> Taverns are death, trust me. Can we at least maybe sleep in the tavern in a nice... I don't even sleep. Could we get a horse or something if you're, like, you know, that worried about it? Are we going to find a horse around here? I don't know. It's a fairly big town. Someone must have some. Or, alternative plan, we leave the princess behind, we go, Wait. we rescue Barbie, she can stay in her tavern, all comfy-like, and we'll bring her Barbie. Well, I'm already quite worried that there's 30 orcs and three of us. It seems worse if there's then two of us. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if I stay behind, I'll just... that my father will tear the town apart to find me, so that doesn't sound good. Well, he's going to do that wherever you are. Well, yeah, but if we're further away, it won't get there so fast. I'm not saying you stay here, I'm saying you go to the tavern and you wait in the tavern and then we'll go and get Barbie from the woods. How are we going to get Barbie, though? We need a way to split up 30 orcs, I think. I don't know how we do that, but, like, I think step one of Operation Barbie is definitely, like, less guards. I mean, step one was a while ago. About <laughs> step nine now. <laughs> we're, just, we're resetting. We're resetting. We've had a couple of A's and B's in there as well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's fair. A couple of I I I's. Do we know of anywhere in this town where we could acquire horses? Roll me a uh, straight up and down D20. 11. With an 11, there are limited horses in the town. And most of them are going to be kind of old workhorses that aren't massively suited to a long journey. Um, so there are some, but they're not of great quality and they may be hard to obtain. Well, even if they didn't speed us up, they might stop Kay complaining. I'll be fine. I can just cure wounds myself. That works, right? Exactly. You could just solve it with magic. What are you complaining about? Or you could just not be a wuss. I kind of think Arnie has a point, I'm not going to lie. Fine. Let's go walking for two days straight. 
You're choosing to leave behind your life of comforts and towers and mansions. And this is what the reality is. I was hoping there'd be a bit more Barbie. That's why we're doing this. Yeah, I know. Okay, so what's your plan? We march. Uh, that doesn't strike me as a complete plan, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we're going to just try and follow the party and or tail them in the woods when they get into the woods. I don't think we really want to fight 30 orcs. Hang on. Wouldn't it be much easier if there was a town full of people to, like, like presumably this convoy or caravan or whatever it is might stop at the inn and stay there rather than camping outside the town. That's going to be much easier to get to Barvi if it's town rather than trying to get through 30 orcs worth of defences. The other thing as well is actually if there is a town, you might be able to buy some supplies, blend in with the locals in some kind of disguise. They probably wouldn't be expecting to see us all the way, all the way out there. Yeah, and then you're just a gnome with red, with a red beard rather than the gnome with the red beard. Yeah. I have an idea. Oh god. I was a mercenary for a while. I presumably know other mercenaries. We're in a city full of NPCs. Um, why don't we go and hire some? Because we don't have that much money. Kay has money. Kay's a princess. I have 25 gold, according to this bit of paper. Okay. I'm, I'm going to push you a bit more today for not just talking round plans. So, you're, <laughs> going to, you're going to start marching. Are you going to... Oh, can you call it walking? <laughs> you're going to start walking. Are you going to try to trail the caravan behind it? Or are you going to try and get ahead of it? I'm with Arnie. Get ahead. Yeah, I think get ahead. I mean, I, I was almost going to say, let's make a start tonight and make a little, like, get a few hours down the road first and then make camp and then, like, or even just wake. I mean, I only need four hours sleep and I think Oni only needs four hours sleep because we're elves. So it's really only Arnie who's going to be dragging us down with his whole eight hour long rest. He can sleep on the walk foot, be fine. That's true. I assume Fenris also gets exhausted, but, you know, never mind. I don't think wolves need eight hours, so... But also, like, if there's 30 of them, that's going to slow them down. They're probably going to have, like, wagons and stuff. Like, we should just outpace them even when we're going. And then we can get into town, see what's what. Lair trap. Exactly. Hannah, is it reasonable to say that we would move faster than this convoy? Yes. Cool. Yeah, I think that let's get on the road, let's get ahead of them, and let's... When we get to town, we can scope it out and see if there's a reasonable place to... We can make plans when we get there with what we've got. Yeah, that works. Okay, are you going to have your four hours rest and then leave? Or are you going to leave and have your four hours rest on the road? Uh, I'd be inclined to just rest and wake up early. Yeah, I think we can afford to rest and still get ahead of them. Yeah. Like, they're going to take a while to organise themselves and whatever. They'll be hungover from the party as well. They're not getting, they're not getting out till, like, till at least lunchtime. <laughs> like, they're not crack of dawn. Like, we'll be all right. I was going to say, are you guys going to try and watch the caravans being loaded up and see what's going on, or are you just going to assume everything is being packed up and headed off? Fenris can move quite quickly, so we could always leave Arnie behind to um, have a little look at, see if there's any information we could glean from when the caravan leaves, and then like Arnie and Fenris can catch us up. I can scout. So is Arnulf having their full eight hours rest? If I'm staying behind... And to watch them, and you guys are getting a head start, then I guess, yeah. Okay. I can sleep while you're going, and wait till they're up, and then charge away on the wolf. Okay, so, 
you guys are at your campsite or Arnie's campsite. You elves have your four hours meditation rest and you wake up feeling bright and ready to go. Arnolf, your companions abandon you as you snore peacefully. Are you a snorer? We don't abandon Arnolf. Like, Omi's actually going to, like, prep some breakfast for Arnie so that it's, like, there for, for when he wakes oh, up. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Omi. So the two of you begin walking down the road as uh, the night is still dark and the two of you make your weary way down the road. I left a little minor illusion for Arnie to wake up to that just says, Morning, sunshine. Aww. I don't know if I can actually do that in minor illusion, but that's what it, I do. I imagine you do. Don't at me. <laughs> so let's have a think about timings. Party, you would have probably gone to bed at about 11, midnight. Let's say 11. Four hours, 3 a.m. Uh, another four hours, 7 a.m. So it is 7am and the two of you are still trudging your way down the road. Caliph is complaining or being stoic? Oh, complaining. I was stoic for like two hours and then I was like, Arnie, my feet hurt. Arnie, are we, do we get to stop at any point? Is, are we going to... Oh, it's not even dark, not even light yet. Arnold, mm-hmm. you wake up, you... Wash your face, have your beautifully prepared breakfast. Fenris licks her face clean. <laughs> Fenris licks his face clean. Why can't I do gender today? <laughs> <laughs> and you make your way towards the orc compound to watch the wagons being loaded up. Please roll me a stealth check. Wait, what? You're, you're sneaking up. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. You're sneaking up. <laughs> oh no! You tried to stay out of sight. Can I? Can I take my armor off? You can. And like pack it up on Fenris. Okay. Like a pack mule. Yeah. Yep, you can. But your AC will go down appropriately if you get attacked. Maybe just don't get attacked then. Please no. Oh dear. Can I just leave? <laughs> can I please go? What did you roll? I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got plus two, so it's a five. Um, let's just roll this against the uh, orc's perception. All right, can I put my armor straight back on, please? Uh, this nope. is what it feels like when you're all alone. Um, I will tell you, the orcs rolled a seven on their perception, so they did see you. Oh. Um, and you see someone, you hear someone in this ghost go, "Oi, what's moving in the bushes?" And I is that. Put my armor straight back on really quickly. It's like speed armor. No, it takes like a minute to don armor. Well, I spend that minute to don armor and then hop on Fenris and run away. Within a minute, they're, they're on you. Wait, okay, I don't spend that minute. I don't spend that minute. I hop on Fenris straight away and we zoom out there. Um. Okay, let's roll Fenris a, a athletics check as Fenris. Um. So you kind of hook your leg over one side to uh, hop on him. What will a 15 do me? Let's contest it with my orc boys. I mean, Fenris has got a speed of like 50 feet around. Like, he's outpacing them over the yeah, long run. He's going for quite a long time. He's also got to carry Arnie. 
Okay, with a seven. Uh, with a seven. Are you calling me fat, Omi? How dare you! <laughs> what? It's all muscle. So these orcs start to run towards you. Go, what's? Hang on, something's. Uh, and they start to chase towards you, but Fenris outpaces them handily, and within minutes you are barreling down the road. But you are still four hours behind your friends, um, and it's probably going to take you. If they continue to walk at a steady pace, it's probably going to take you another four hours to catch up with them. Yeah, but they've got um, Kay, who's going to be whining and bitching. So I need water. lots and lots of breaks. I'll yeah. be stopping every sort of approximately half hour. <laughs> to right, we'll, work out. we'll work this out. Kaylith and Omatine, roll me a perception check. Natural one. A nine. Kaelith, yeah. you don't notice until they're nearly upon you, but there is the sound of hooves clopping and wagon wheels rolling. As you turn around, about 100 metres behind you is an elderly man with long white hair and a drooping moustache and a little straw hat. Um, and he is being pulled along in a wagon by... An old, cheerful-looking, but stout mare. Kenneth cannot hide her hungry, hungry eyes for the sweet release of sitting down. <laughs> uh, and what, what do you do? Omi, can we ask this nice man if we could get a lift? Is that, is that allowed? Are we allowed to do that? Might make it harder for Arnie to catch us up, but if it will shut you up, probably worth it. Okay, uh, do you want me to do the talking? Yeah, I think that's all you're going to be good for today. The audacity. Wow. I um I I stand by the roadside with my thumb out. <laughs> Just like I've read somewhere that this is what hitchhikers do. Um oh there, miss. Are you uh are you heading heading towards this direction? Are you looking you're looking for a lift? Oh oh yes, would you mind if we sat on the back of your wagon and um a bit of a rest for our sore feet? Where are you heading to? Where are you heading to? What was the name of that town? Swan's Dive. Um, Swan's Dive. Are you heading in that direction? Oh yeah, uh, yes, uh, I am. Yes, couple, couple days, couple days ride. But um, I'm, I'm heading there myself. I can, I can pop you on the wagon, and there's no problem. And he sort of pats the old horse's rump. He says, "Oh, Betsy, here will get you there." Yeah. Oh, Betsy, and I give Betsy a little scratch behind the ear. And uh, you, you hop on. Do you, do you both hop on? Yeah, I'll, I'll climb on as well. And, uh, yeah, he says, oh, well, this is, uh, yes, uh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, well, do you know any songs? Could we have a little a little sing-along for a, 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 a long journey? Oh, I, like, whip my lyre out. <laughs> when you do spoken word, you don't sing. Um, it's true, but I, I play a beautiful elven song and... We maybe don't sing, but I just while away at the time with you my get, music. Um, Omi to drop you a beat and then, you know, bust out some sick rhymes. What's the name of the of this cart wagon driver? We haven't asked. Um, sorry, what was your name? What? Your name? What was your name? Wolfric. Oh, Wolfric. Well, do you sing, Wolfric? No, no, oh, no. Not, no. Back do I. in back in my youth, maybe, but the the old voice, you know. Oh, I'm sure you can still hit a note. Oh, oh, you're a very sweet girl. And I start to play a tune on my... I'm like, is he a human? Is he a human? Yes. 
I'm like 800 years older than him. <laughs> or 80 years older than him, at least. Yeah, I'm playing a, a tune on my uh, lyre. You're probably only 20 years older than him. Oh, is he really old? Is yeah, he he's like super old. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> really old. <laughs> um, and the three of you roll your merry way down the road. I will offer him uh, a, a drink as well in, in thanks. Oh, very kind of you, sir. It's very... Oh, this is lovely. Oh, where's what's this? What a oh, I don't know this one. Oh, it's one of my own creations. A bit, bit experimental. Uh, to be honest, I can't entirely remember which things I put in what, but this one tastes pretty good, so I'm pretty happy with it. Oh, it's marvelous, marvelous, young man. Oh, wonderful. I realise about sort of midday-ish that I probably should be disguising myself because I am fairly obviously, like, I could be quite easily described as an Anastasia and uh, <laughs> then realise that it would be even more suspicious if I suddenly disguised myself halfway through this journey. And so I just sit there and kind of stew about how silly I am. And are you trying to engage this man in any conversation or any uh, ask him any questions? I, I just kind of basically want to keep an... What's he got in his wagon? That's what I want to know. Roll me a perception check. Uh, God, my good rolls from previous weeks are disappearing. Uh, that is a nine. <laughs> Waste all the bad rolls on this nonsense rather than anything important, though. You'd say that, but like, if he's going to kidnap us, like, it would be quite important to get a decent perception roll and vaguely know that. Yeah, I mean, fair. That'd be an insight. Can I get an insight roll on this guy to see if he's going to kidnap us? At the perception check, you can see that he's got mostly food, a few sort of jugs of beer, wine, bits and pieces that are commonly traded between towns. Okay. Nothing suspicious and nothing suspiciously lacking. All looks pretty above board kind of thing. Pretty normal, yeah. Yeah. Okay, give me an insight check then, please, Calith. Ooh, that's a 17. He seems like a really cheerful chipper old man he's whistling a song he's uh, he's got a, a little straw hat kind of you know perched low on his head keeping the sun out of his eyes and him and betsy just seem to be very content rolling the wagon slowly slowly on um yeah i, I imagine i engage him in polite small talk that is just kind of you know where are you from where are you going do you come here often Roll me a quick charisma check in the meantime, I will leave Kay to do the talking and try and keep an eye on the road behind us in particular. I'll get you to roll that in a sec. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, he's he's a very pleasant old man. He chats to you about his late wife. He chats to you about his brood of children and how Jenny's having her second child and he can't wait to get into Swan Dive to see her. And how wonderful it's going to be when all the family are back together. And you, you get to hear a little bit about his life and who he is and what he's been up to. Oh, I very carefully in, ensure the conversation is entirely asking about him and does not really end up like I to deflect any questions about us very carefully so that it never really comes up. He seems perfectly happy to talk about his family and his life and, and his merchant career. Okay. Omatine. Yarp. Can you please roll me a perception check? Yep, I'm using a different dice. <laughs> hey, it worked as well. 22. Omatine, there is nothing behind you. The road seems as clear as a bell until you've been sort of travelling along merrily for about 
most of the day, to be honest. The sun has reached its zenith and is coming down the other side and you see poor Arnulf cantering in on Fenris and they are both sweaty and ragged and Fenris is panting. Uh, I will call out, just be like, Oh, hang on a second, our friend finally is caught up with us. You wouldn't mind just pausing for a second, would you? Oh, not at all, no. Took you long enough. We made better time than I expected, actually. I think with hindsight, we didn't think this through. Uh, well, you see, we also didn't think it through because sneaking. Oh, you do go clank. Hmm. Why didn't you take your armor off? I did. That's why I'm wearing it. Nah. I mean, presumably you stopped at one point during the ride for a minute to put your armor back on. Probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, in terms of what information I have for you, uh, the orcs are kind of perceptive and that's all I really know. Are the orcs perceptive or are you really unsneaky? (laughs) No, 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 no. these orcs are super perceptive. They could hear an ant fall off a leaf a mile away. That's how perceptive they are. And I know because I talk to the ants. We're going to have to disguise ourselves really well when we get into town. These are clearly some smart orcs we're dealing with. It's going to be really hard to surprise these orcs then. I'm really worried about what's going to happen. <laughs> it's like Jekyll when Arnie is lying through, her, through his fucking teeth. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, it's only a seven, so I believe it very, very clearly. <laughs> I'll just turn to the old, old, old man and be like, you don't mind if um, our, our friend hitches a lift for the, for the next bit of the journey? I mean, she can see he's pretty exhausted and you don't need to worry about the wolf. He's well trained. I am very small. I won't add any extra weight to your. At that point, Fenris like collapses on the floor. Oh, poor Fenris! Maybe we ought to stop for the night here and let Fenris rest. I, I, I mean, uh, there's no reason that, that the wolf can't get in the wagon. Is that a is that a a, a, a dog wolf hybrid? It seems very tame. He's a he's a northern Inuit dog. Especially bred. Definitely not a direwolf. Definitely not spiritually connected to me and a magical apparition of my own creation. I found the trick is just to have a good supply of peanuts on hand at any given time. And Wolfric puts his hand out to the wolf. And the wolf sort of, Fenris kind of sniffs his hand. He's well, what a sweet doggy. Good boy, yes, yes. And he gives him a little tickle behind the ear. I, he's he's welcome to to sit in the wagon. Uh, if I I suppose if you elves don't mind uh, having a, a a leg stretch, or we can. Uh, and he looks at his watch. He says, "Well, it would be good to cover a little more ground." He has a watch. <laughs> he checks the sun, and he says, "Well, it would be good to cover a little more ground before uh, before we we set up for the night." I will get out and walk for a bit. Yes, I'll let I'll let Fenris and and and. Arnie, rest, I'll, I'll walk. And within five minutes, Kenneth is just like, oh, my feet, oh, <laughs> the horror. Yeah, so you keep walking for a few hours more. The rest of the day passes without much to note, really. And the sun starts to dip below the horizon and it's getting late. You start to make your camp. He's got a little campfire. He's got, you know, a few bedding rolls, no tents. You're sleeping out under the open stars today. Are you going to set a watch? I think we should. I mean, if um, if we only need four hours of trancing each, we could just 
both do four hours at different times. And Arnie can get his full eight in and then... Okay, so who? which of you is going first? Oh, Omi, would you mind? I'm so exhausted from my day's travel. Yeah, that that's fine. I think I could have predicted that. <laughs> and I trance into a deep trance. Wolfric immediately sort of settles down. He says, it was very good. I can take a, a watch. Are you sure you don't need... You sure you don't need me to, to take a, a watch? That's very kind of you to offer, but um, I'm used to doing this kind of thing. Quite enjoy being out in the open anyway, to be honest. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And he, uh, he kind of unrolls his sleeping mat and he is out like a light. Kaylith, could you please roll me a constitution saving throw? I'm asleep. Yes, I'm going to see how well you sleep, because you're a prissy princess. Oh, well, that's a nine. Yeah, you are not used to any amount of walking, and you have been walking a really, really long time, and you've never slept out under the stars. Like, you've always had at least a tent, and when you were sleeping in Arnolf's campsite, it was quite nice, because there were, like furs and rugs and it was quite cozy and now here there's just you and the sky I do have a bedroll but it's not very comfortable and you've never used it <laughs> um so you're going to take one point of exhaustion oh. omatine and arnulf the two of you sleep just fine Kalith. yeah after your four hours omatine wakes you up you swap places you're sitting for your watch. Kalith, please roll me a perception check. At disadvantage, because I have exhaustion. The most hateful mechanic in 5th edition. Uh, yeah, that is a 9. Kalith. Yeah. You don't even notice it. Notice what? Out of nowhere. I'm gonna die again. Out of nowhere, you feel dark. Do you, mm, here's a question. Do you have dark vision? Yeah, I do. Yeah, up to 60 feet. Okay, you don't even see it coming. Out of the corner of your eye, something fast and dark moves. And it knocks you all the way back with a huge hit. And you are going to take immediately... This is going to be a lot of damage straight off. Um, you are immediately going to take... I'm so stressed. 16 points of damage. Jesus. This thing attacks you again. Oh my god, are you going to knock me out in one round? <laughs> does a 15 hit? Uh, yes, it does. And this force takes nine points off your maximum HP. As well as being hit for nine damage? It No, just takes nine points oh, okay. off Interesting. your maximum HP. And it leaves you cold and chilled. And you look around, scrambling to try and find where it is, but it's gone. I make a lot of noise. <laughs> How asleep am I? Do I do I wake up? Um, I think the amount of screaming and shouting she's doing, you'd probably struggle not to. Shall we roll initiative? Everyone in a like five mile radius is awake now. <laughs> oh, initiative is a ability check, isn't it? So I have disadvantage on that because of oh, do exhaustion. You? <laughs> yeah. Oh, brutal. Exhaustion is brutal. Yeah, I would have had a 17, except for the fact that I have exhaustion, so I have a 10. Six, yes, a six. Six, okay. Uh, 13 for... 13 um... for Omatine. Um, okay, Kalith. Am I first with a 10? Nope. Oh. This force 
You can feel it almost like a gust of wind, like flapping birds, comes back towards you. Um, oh, for an 18. That hits. And it does 12 points of damage. I'm unconscious. Already? I only have 27. Oh, gosh. Never mind. This is the second fight in a row where I have been able to do almost nothing because I'll just be on the floor making death saving throws. You were the one that told Serena not to take cure wounds. This is true, I did. Also, think of how brutal it'll be when Barvey gets driven past your dead body. (laughs) I mean, presumably this is actual making death saves now, is it? There's no no unconsciousness here. Um, Okay, Omatine, it's your turn. Do you have dark vision? Uh... Fucking hope so. Yeah. Okay, so this creature seems to be moving somewhere in the darkness. Roll a perception check to see if you can find it. Uh, which dice, which dice? Is 16. Uh, yeah, you can spot it. It is perhaps 15, 20 feet away from you. Standing over my corpse is what it's doing. What kind Pretty of much. thing does it look like, or is it kind of just a silhouette shadow? It looks like a black shadow. Hmm. I'm very sceptical about my ability to stab shadows, but I'm going to give it a go. Roll another perception check so you can see how solid it seems. 21. Uh, it seems to actually be quite solid. It, is, it looks like a silhouette, but it seems to have some substance behind it. So you think that you might be able to hit it, stab it, pretty well. It certainly hits pretty solidly. Can confirm. Okay. Um, so I'm going to run up to it. Rather than trying to actually, like, stab stab it, I'm just going to try and, like, push it backwards for my first attack to, like, get it away from Kay's body. Okay. Uh, 23, I hoping hits. Yep. Um, so, yeah, just try and, like, shove it backwards, basically. And it stumbles back, uh, and it is away from Kayleth. And then I want to run up to it, and I will do a flurry of blows on it. So, uh, let me find where my key points are. Yeah, so I'll then make two unarmed strikes on it. So uh, that is a 17 for the first one. Hits. Uh, for six points of damage. And then a 24. That hits. Uh, for seven points of damage. Okay. Kayleth. Death save? Let's do that natural good death save. Or natural 20. No, nat 20 would be really nice. And it is, I think it's at the beginning of your turn, so you do get a turn if you come up to... That one would be was, funny, though. That was a 1, and it rolled onto a 13. Okay, so you got a save in there. That could have been very, very not good. Arnulf, your turn. Can I see the thing? Do you have dark vision? I do. Okay, roll me a perception check to... Actually, no, you don't need to, because um, it is standing right in front of Omatine. Yes, I think Omi's been whacking. So I can see, I know where I'm hitting, yeah. right? You know okay, where you're cool. hitting. Well, I'm going to go with my battle axe. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. That's a 16 plus a 6. That hits, yeah. You should use your spell, Hunter's Mark. Oh, I forgot I had spells. What's <laughs> <laughs> it do? Gives you like an extra d6 of damage. Oh, can I do that, please? Okay, cool. All right. Um, so I'm doing 1d8 plus 4 plus 1d6. 6 plus 4, so that's 10. And then 1d6, 2. Okay, so how many points was that in total? Twelve. Twelve points of damage. Awesome. Uh, back up to me. I am... Um, so this creature turns towards you, Omatine. Mm-hmm. So this creature takes a swipe at, uh, at Omatine. Uh, for 16, does that hit? 
No. Ooh, fancy. And you can kind of see it slashes its hands towards you. Is it like claws or hands or like? Claw. It looks like claws. It okay. slashes its hands at you. And then you can see it, it getting angry and angry. Uh, and it goes again for 17. Does that hit? That is my AC, so tie hits. Okay. And um, you can kind of feel yourself getting weaker and weaker as it takes 12 points off of your maximum hit point. Uh, and I assume my level will also lose. Yeah, I, I guess you do. Um, Omatine, it is your turn. What's the old guy doing? Roll a perception check. 23. The old guy isn't in his bedroll. Oh, fuck. Amazing. Oh, no. Wolfram. Oh, I told you we shouldn't. Wolfric. I told you we shouldn't. Oh, oh Wolfric. No, I rolled it really well on my insight check. Very good deception. Um, cool. Um, I'll try to stab this thing again, to be honest. Okay. Stabby stab. Natural one. Not going to hit. That. Oh, you know, it does actually, no. Cool. Uh, I will spend another key point. Let's do that. Uh, do uh, Floria blows the motherfucker. That's a natural twenty. Dice karma. Ooh, dice karma. Ah. Uh, so that will be four double to eight plus another four, so twelve points of damage. Wonderful. No, you roll the dice twice. Surely you don't roll. You don't just double the. No, you don't double it. You roll the dice twice. You roll it twice. Oh, sorry. Okay, I'll do it that way then. Okay. Four and a three, then. So, 11 in total. 11. It's not really that different, but sure. Cool. Well, I mean, that could make a big difference, that one hit point. And then third attack is only an 11. Doesn't hit. Cool. But then because I'm Drunken Master, I can I automatically gain the benefit of disengaging after I have Florida Blows, so I can then just yeet myself into the forest and just be like... There is no forest. We're on the scrublands. I'm going to yeet myself away from this guy, this thing... And then I'm going to, um, so I will have something stupid, like 50 feet of movement. So I'll go, I'll go like 40 feet away from him. And then I just want to kind of survey the surroundings and see if I can either see the old man or some remains or just anything. Uh, I mean, roll another perception check. 12. Still nothing. No sign of anything at all. Ooh. Caleb, roll me those good, good death saves. Come on, Natty 20. Come on, Natty 20. Come on, boys. It's an 11. It's another success. So I am two for two on successes. So I won't be dying this time. We hope. Arnulf, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm just going to hit it. Oh, fuck yeah. That's an 18. That hits, yeah. Uh, All right. And I do 1d8 and plus four and then a 1d6. Eight. That's a five, plus a four, it's a nine, plus five, fourteen. Fourteen, lovely. Okay. That's what I'm singing to Fenris, by the way. Is that how you command him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, sing, I sing Robbie Williams to him. Yeah. Uh, what do I tell him to do? Attack. Attack. He... <laughs> it's a dirty 20. Oh, filthy. Okay, roll that damage. 1d8 plus 2 plus 2. Do I get uh, my 1d6 because he because of my Montes, Montes Mark? No, Montes. not on him. All right, uh, 1d8. 7 plus 2 plus 2. So 11. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
Loads of damage. Um, all right. So as you're attacking this creature, it seems to collapse in on itself like a house of cards falling down. And Arnulf, from somewhere behind you that you can no longer see, you feel a swipe against your head for 18. Does that hit? Nah. What's your AC? 19. Have you got your armor on and your shield out from sleeping? I have. I was sleeping in my armor. And if I wasn't carrying my shield, I would have been doing 1d10 instead of 1d8. All right. So uh, the creature then goes for you again. That's worse. So that's not going to hit. But you can no longer see it. Omatine, it's your go. Yeah. Can I see and or hear it? Okay, we're going to do a contested roll. Let's do your perception versus my stealth. Uh, I rolled a two, which comes up to a seven, so no. I rolled a 24. Dang. So you can't see it, so any attacks you make are going to be at disadvantage. I can't even attack it if I can't see it. I mean, I guess I could just like punch yeah, it you can guess. that happens to be there. You can guess. You, you know, it attacked Arnie, so it's somewhere near Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> it is now an unseen enemy, so it is. Uh, you have disadvantage on attack rolls, and it has advantage against you. That sounds like a barrel of fun. Um, can we throw dirt at it or flour? We've got any flour we can throw at it. <laughs> I love this plan. Is the wagon still there? Yeah. And Betsy. <gasps> we can throw horse poop at it. <laughs> I thought you were going to throw a horse at it. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, Arnie, if that's what you want to do, knock yourself out. I will, I will make my way back to the melee, and I will just stand protectively over Kay and take the dodge action. You could take a medicine check to stabilise me. I'm not sure you want Omi doing medicine on you. You're wise. He's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> just throw beer on my face. He knows how to treat the inside hurt with rubbing alcohol. Drinking alcohol. Like you treat the outside hurt with rubbing alcohol. No, no, I'm sticking with it. That's what I said I'd do. I'm going to just stand protectively over Kay and take the dodge action. All right, Kayleth, let's make that good, good death save. Come on. Nat 20. Natty 20. Uh, It's a 16, so I am stable, but still unconscious. Still out of this fight. (laughs) Still not had a chance to use any of my things (laughs) in this entire game. I'd be so glad that you didn't encourage Serena to take cure wounds. This is why you always have two people with cure wounds. Yeah, like that's... Sure, okay. Sorry, my fault. Not that I would remember to use it most of the time. (laughs) Alex would remind you to use it. I would tell you to use it. (laughs) And then you'd just be like, no, I want Fenris to do stuff instead. Fuck you. (laughs) Cure wounds is an action, so Fenris can still do shit. All right. Um, Arnulf, what are you doing? Uh, you have just been hit by something you can no longer see. In my little scout bag, explorer's pack, do I have any, like, I'm, I'm a prepared little scoutmaster person. Like, I take food rations with me. I feel like one of those food ration things would be some flour for making into little cakes on the road. Okay, roll me a straight up and down d20. Let's see if you got that. 16? Yeah, you do. So I'm going to get my little pouch of flour out of my belt and I'm just going to like do like a pirouette and I'm going to just spray flour everywhere around me in a 360 circle. I guess make an attack roll with flour. Yeah. (laughs) Do I get an attack bonus? What would the fucking bonus be for flour? Are you proficient with it? That's the question. (laughs) Oh, I know. I have a better idea. When I attach it 
to my quarter staff and I like been around in a circle with my quarter staff. So I'm using my quarter staff and anything it hits will be with the quarter staff. But there's also flower attached to the quarter staff. Okay. I get I roll to hit with your flower based quarter staff. Oh yes, it's working. It's an eighteen plus a six. So twenty-four. Right, yeah, that that hits. Roll some damage. Oh, theoretically, I'm supposed to make you roll at a disadvantage because you can't see him. That's a 16, so... That still hits, yeah. All right, so I get, damage-wise, I get a 4. And and a 6. So 4 plus 6 plus 4. 14. 14. Okay. And I sprayed flower on him. Yeah, you, you get him with flower. You get him good. And you can see him stumble back. And he's now covered in flower, head to toe. I would say he's not covered head to toe, but he definitely has a distinctive white splat on the front of him. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so he then does his trick again. You can see him collapse like a deck of cards, like a house of cards. He falls to the floor and you don't know where he's gone. And Omatine, you are hit for 22. And I'm guessing that hits. Yeah, that's going to hit that. That's going to hit that is. Um, And you're going to take... Quite a lot of damage. It's a big hitter. 16 points of damage. You still up? Is that just damage or does that also reduce my max HP? Damage. I'm still up, but it's getting pretty tense. Okay. And you can feel it doing it again. An 18 to hit. I'm going unconscious, lads. Uh, well, that is going to be 8 points off of your maximum hit points. But the way that works is it does the damage and reduces your max HP, like, in parallel, right? Yep. Yeah, so, cool. I'm unconscious. Wow. Arnolf. Hello. You are by yourself with a (laughs) flower-covered spectre of some kind. Just the way Arnolf likes it. Arnolf is not freaky, though. That's you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Omatine, it is in fact your go now, so please roll me that good sexy death save. Oh, it's two. At least it wasn't a one. It's fine. It's all good. Calith, you're stabilised, so there's nothing for you to do. Arnulf, you have lost track of this shadow, but it has got white flower on, so roll me a perception check with advantage. That's an 18. 18 plus 3 is my first roll. And it's another 18 plus 3. It, the white powder of flower shines like a beacon of disrespect. Um, you have excellent aim on this, this fella. What are you going to do? Please kill it. Can I tell how he's looking or not? Mm, I think it is sort of made of some kind of inky shadowness. I don't think you would be able to kind of tell. Um, so I'm going to go battle axe to the vague area around the neck, I guess. Okay. Give me a good roll. That's a 13 and a 6. Um, 19 hits, yeah. Cool. And then it's... 1d8 plus 1d6 plus 4. Uh, that's a 5 plus a 4, which is a 9. And then one of these. It's a 6. 15. Fucking good job we brought the tiny tank with us, I tell you what. <laughs> Wolf go raw. Okay. That's a plus 3, okay. 15. 15 hits. Yes, okay. And then 1d8 plus 2 plus 2. That's a 2. That's a 2 plus a 2. That's a 6. Simon looks like he is having a bad time of this. He's staring into the distance. Thousand yards there. 
don't want to get killed by a, a random old man who I thought was just like cheerily giving us a lift. It turns out to be evil. All random old men on the road are evil. Evil shadow monster. Did your mother never tell you not to get into strange I cars? I insight checked him and I think I got like a 14 or something. You got a 17 on your insight check on him. Isn't that strange? I normally travel by river. I don't have to worry about like too much, you know, traffic. Okay. Arnulf. Yeah. First attack misses. <laughs> and it goes again for you and you can feel its breath. Um, and that is a 23. Well, that hits. Okay, and you're going to take 12 points off your maximum hit points. So does that take it off my current hit points as well? It takes off your max and your current. I'm down on 32. And roll a constitution saving throw for your spell. Constitution saving throw, that's plus two. Well, I'm a very concentrating little laddie because I got 18. Wonderful. Okay, I'm a tine. Nat one, nat one, nat one. <laughs> Are you trying to kill him? He's a cute little monk. Better, but not that much better. That's either a six or a nine. Either way, it fails. Hey, Payleth, still nothing for you to do. Yeah, I like this entire fight, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like both our combats. <laughs> yeah, I've literally, I've used Bardic Inspiration once and used one spell. <laughs> You're here for plot, it's okay. I'm here for the plot, you guys do the fighting. <laughs> That is pretty much how we designed this party. In fact. I have cool abilities. I have spells. I have, like... Then use them and don't die all the time. I didn't even get a turn! <laughs> I got murdered before I got a turn. Uh, I think it's Arnie's turn. It is. Okay. Please kill this thing. Well, I'm going to do the same again. I'm going to go battle axe to the brain. Come off on. to the kneecaps. <laughs> Strong combination. 17. That hits. That's a 5 and a 4. And that's a one, so it's a ten. And as you swing this axe, it passes clean through the body like mist. It lets out a single scream as it crumples to the floor like a sheet of black velvet. Ooh. And Arnold, you are standing alone in the dark, surrounded by your two unconscious friends and a puddle of darkness. Also, Betsy's there. Can I just poke this... Puddle with my quarter stuff just to make sure it's really dead. Roll a perception. Uh, roll an investigation check. In fact, <laughs> you don't notice anything particularly interesting. But what you well, you don't notice anything particularly difficult to spot. But what you do notice is that this inky blackness seems to be somehow receding, and as it recedes, you can see pale flesh underneath. Uh, the old man. Is he going to be naked? Gross. Um, <laughs> it is the primary concern here. I'm going to say that Omatine has to make a death save every six seconds. Oh, sorry. Can I go and like do whatever I need to do to bonus action? Do... You can tell Fenris to do that. <laughs> and Fenris do a medicine check. It's a wolf. You can lick me awake. Okay, yeah. Go and go and get Fenris to do a medicine check on the elf. Why not? Thirteen and a four. So uh, he is. Stabilized. Omatine is no longer dying. Stabilized by a wolf. Checks out. <laughs> um, so please roll me a D4, Caliph and Omatine. See how long we're unconscious for. Yeah. Two. Two as well. Uh, your friends are going to be unconscious for two hours, and then they will resurface with one hit point. I was going to say, does that count as a short rest? <laughs> I don't think it does. <laughs> no. <laughs> Worth a try. The old man is dead, right? 
you cannot confirm or deny that. Okay. Well, I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna have the. I'm. I'm gonna drag Kalith over to Omatine. I'm gonna like put them like they're on the floor. I'm gonna like make sure they're on a blanket, like on something soft. And then I'm gonna like, command Fenris to lie on top of them to keep them warm. Are you gonna position them like with Kalith's finger up Obi's nose or something? Because that's I'll what do that, I do. I'll do that I get forward, basically. But that's what I'm doing for now. I'm gonna keep them all cozy and the wolf's on top of them. And then I'm gonna stand over this puddle thing and I'm gonna just poke it repeatedly with my with my quarter stuff. Okay, roll a perception check. Oh, that's a dirty, filthy twenty. What you can hear is that this old man is muttering something quietly. While I'm poking. Yes. He's he's muttering something. Old man like now. Um, he is patches of inky darkness and pale flesh. I'm gonna take my battle axe and I'm gonna chop right where his neck should be. Just gonna keep chopping. Okay, uh, and you do, and the muttering stops. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> it seems like a relief. I'm gonna take the head elsewhere. I'm gonna find a stick. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on top of a stick. Just in case he has any friends and get them off. And two hours later... We wake up and see a dead guy's head on a stick and we're like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a better idea. I'm going to, like, position it, like, put two sticks up, some rope, and tie it so that it's facing down over the sleeping Omi and Kay. Jesus, <laughs> really? This is very Heart of Darkness. Decapitated bodies facing inwards so we know our place. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna prank them so that when they wake up, they think they're in hell. Give <laughs> <Good> funny prank. <laughs> I mean, I thought I pranked you that time you fell flat on your face. So this is payback, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Arnolf has an interesting sense of humour. Okay. Um. After two hours, Caleb and Omatine, you wake up. Both roll a Constitution saving throw. Twelve. Uh, uh eighteen. Caleb, you pee a little bit. Check out. Overtime, you make a noise that is somewhere between a shriek and a gasp, but you kind of work out what's what's down pretty quickly. Because because oh, Arnie's just sitting next to them, just like cracking himself up laughing. I think I died. Oh my, am I dead? Am I dead? This is hell. I I just punch the head and knock the thing over. Taylor's <laughs> full scale panic attack. She feels like shit. She's just woken up to a, a decapitated head in front of her. She's just been knocked unconscious by a thing she didn't even see. Uh, yeah, full-scale panic attack. Like, she is just, yeah, lost it. And then it, Arnie, Arnie just appears in her field of vision, leans over and goes, and this is why you do not trust strangers. Oh my god, he's dead too! Oh no, they're all dead! Did everybody die? I'm just laughing at them. <laughs> it's only dead too! Oh my god, he's dead too! So I'm, as I said, when I wake up, I'm just going to, like, punch the head and, like, knock the thing over and, like, push it into the dirt. <laughs> and then, what time of day is it? I never should have left home. Um, it is now about, about four o'clock in the morning. Cool. So I will pull Kay to her feet and be like, okay, not great, uh, but, but, uh, but you're still alive. Lesson learned. Don't trust strangers on the road. Don't leave home. I'm going back. I'm going no, to go no, no, no. If you go back, if you go back, you will never see Bobby again. That's why you're doing this. Near-death experience is worth it. Bobby, no, I feel awful. I'm, I'm, I feel terrible. I'm, 
I don't like. I want to go home. Do you want to go home more than you want to see Barbie again? I don't know. Ask me again when I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Just like the wagon's still there, right? And the horse. And the horse. <laughs> oh, Betsy. Yeah. Okay, let's get you over to the wagon. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Breathe. And we'll take stock of the situation. All right. And I'm going to kind of lead Kay over and try and A, have a look around in the wagon, make sure there isn't like the remains of the dead guy in there or any super creepy shit going on. And she's going to be like, right, Kay, just sit there, just breathe, and we'll figure out what to do next. He just sits on the wagon and like has her head between her knees and is crying. I guess we just load up the wagon, hook up Betsy, I'll drive, Kay can sleep in the back. Go have a proper look around the wagon first. I'll do that on the road. We've got to move. It's four in the morning. They're not going to be travelling at this time of day. That's why we get a head start. I will say no one else can benefit from a long rest now because you've had one. You can only have one long rest per 24 hours. So you can only take short rests now. I mean, I only have 18 hit points, so 4d8 should cover me. <laughs> yeah, can, can I have a look in the back of the wagon? Like a more detailed rummage. Um... You've already done a perception check, but I'll give you an investigation. Go ahead. Not great. Five. Really nothing unusual in here. I'll just be like, well, dead guy dealt with. Nothing obviously dodgy in here. Seems like the best way to travel. Okay, take a nap. I'll get some breakfast going. Just get moving. Sounds wonderful. Can we, wait, can I re, how do I get my max hit points back? Um, you're not sure. Okay, then I can't roll anything because I only have, I've got my max hit points currently, just not my real max. So you guys basically, you get back on the road. You load up the wagon uh, with mostly Caliph. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the puddle of his Caliph. You get some hearty breakfast in you. Yeah, and um, because I have the chef feet, anyone who has my breakfast as part of the short rest can roll an extra 1d8 when they're rolling hit dice. Wonderful. So you guys are going to take a short rest, except Arnolf, who is steering the carriage. Can we also load up the body onto the carriage, just in case it's useful for making a cure of some type? I will help you carry the body on. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. I won't. Do I add my con to that D8, or is it just a D8? That is a great question. I think I also have Song of Rest, which means that I can... I don't think Caleb is in any position to perform her Song of Rest. But theoretically, that allows you guys to get an extra D6. It just says an extra D8, which given I've lost so much of my maximum hit points, I only need one hit dice plus that. Well, I'm going to see, because I can get up to 18. Um, so if I roll max, then I'll be fine. But if I don't roll max, I'll need to roll another. I, I could use my Song of Rest, but I genuinely think that Caleb is in no position to, and so I'm going to role play that I don't, because, you know, let's make life harder for myself, and I'm at 15. That'll do. Yeah, I'm on 15 out of 15 hit points. I'm used to having 35. I'm on 15 out of 18. That is, this is not... Pretty vicious. Yeah. It's a lot of strength drain. Because normally strength drain or like hit points drain is a saving throw, but that was just instant. Just goes. Brutal. That was pretty pretty intense. Yeah. Is Kay still crying and wanting to go home? I think after an hour, she probably calms down a little bit and is at least, yeah, doesn't want to go home and has dried her eyes, but is still pretty miserable because it's been a pretty miserable 24 hours. I mean, it's not been a great day. I'll, I'll certainly grant you that. Yeah. She spent... Walk, she walked when she hadn't walked before and got tired feet and then had to talk to a boring dude who turned out to be a bad guy 
didn't sleep very well, got attacked and killed before she, or knocked unconscious before she could even do anything. Uh, yeah, it's been bad. It's been a bad day. Mm-hmm.